Welcome to the Self-Growth Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Marie, a courage coach, creative soul, and adventure seeker. Since thru-hiking the Pacific Crest Trail in 2019, I'm on a mission to help you embrace your most confident self so you can achieve your dreams too. If you're eager for deep conversations, big questions, and meaningful connections, join me on the quest to discovering how we can create a more magical and memorable life. Hello, nerds! How are you? I'm good. Today, I went to stock up on kombucha and sap water. I didn't know sap water existed. It says on the can, organic sparkling tree water. This feels very fancy. And the the reason why I went to get a bunch of those drinks is because I decided to stop drinking alcohol for three months. Not because something horrible happened, just because I've been feeling like for a long time I might have less energy the day after I've drunk, even if it was just one or two glasses of wine. I think my mind is a bit foggy and I'm curious to see what would happen to my clarity and to my vitality if I stop drinking. Also, because often I notice that I'm going to drink alcohol just because others are doing it, but I don't even taste the alcohol. I don't really enjoy the specific drink. It could as well be a glass of apple juice. I wouldn't even notice. Just do it out of habit. And I don't like that. I want to live more intentionally. So I'm not going to stop drinking forever, but I want to stop for three months so that I get enough time to deprogram my default behavior. And it's perfect for today's topic. Today, I want to talk to you about how to do what you said you'd do for yourself, how to stick to something, how to follow through. And with me, I have such like a strong self-trust that I don't approach this kind of quote-unquote challenge wondering like if it's gonna work or not. I know that the chances of it working are really high. I'm not gonna say 100%, but I'm gonna say 99%. I know that when I make a decision, it's a solid decision. It's not flimsy, okay? And I'm gonna explain how I got there. I was not always this way. (laughs) So, Let's start by talking about to-do lists. And tell me, if you make a to-do list, let's say at the beginning of the week, what are the chances of everything on it being done? Give me a percentage. I'm sure a lot of you are thinking, ha, silly woman, the to-do list is the art of self-deception. Well, I beg to differ. It doesn't have to be this way. If I was to answer this question, I'd say my chances of everything being done is about 90%, and it's going up as the time goes. But I used to leave it up to chance. I used to, like, hope for the best, and, oh, here's what I'd like to get done, but we'll see how the week goes. This is not the way to lead your life. This is not how you get a lot of amazing things done. You think that you don't get through your to-do list because, I don't know, you cannot control the demands or the shortcomings of others. 
You're a serial procrastinator. There is too much to do and so little time. That's what you think. But really, the reason why you don't get through your to-do list is one, you don't set proper boundaries and you let others cross them. You create unnecessary mind drama and let unhelpful feelings lead the way. Your tasks are too vague and you don't understand why you do them. And you spend too much time obsessing over details that no one except you cares about. And I'm not pointing fingers here. I know this because I know how I used to be. And still am some days. This makes me think of a a woman I met at Warner Springs on the Pacific Crest Trail. Warner Springs, uh, you get there after 100 miles. And I was asking her, like, how are you hiking the PCT? What's the deal? And she said, oh, I want a through hike, but we'll see if my husband calls and wants me home. (laughs) And I was like, what? You have this dream of through hiking that depends on whether or not your husband might want you back home. That doesn't work. We need to take responsibility for our life. Otherwise, we just end up being frustrated. First, we have to be honest with ourselves about what matters. Do you want to through hike the PCT or just want to have fun in the outdoors and you don't mind going home whenever? Both are okay. It's just about being honest. It's like someone who says, oh, I've been writing a book for 10 years and we'll see when it gets done. I just write whenever I feel like it. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Unless you tell yourself and you tell people that your goal is to be a writer and to have a published book. You cannot let the universe, mystic forces, other people, the circumstances of your life dictate when you're gonna get done what you want, really want to do. So do you want to write as a hobby or do you want to be a writer? And to what extent do you want to be a writer? You have to decide instead of letting the world decide and then saying, ah, oh, I guess it just didn't work out. When I wrote the draft of my book, I had clear parameters. I said, okay, from April to August, I'm going to write every day from Monday to Friday for two hours until it's finished. And I was clear in my intention. My intention was not to have a published book. My intention was to have a first draft, to see what it feels like to do that work. I organized my life around this two-hour block of writing and I made it happen. I followed through. There is nothing worse for your relationship with yourself than a lack of integrity. It's like uh, all of us have a friend or have had a friend or are that friend who's unreliable, that you love and they're really funny and smart, but they're always late or they don't do what they say they're going to do and they always change plans. If, If it happens once, you don't make it into a big deal. But if it happens twice, three times, it becomes a habit, you're going to be less and less likely to call them up and make plans, right? You might love them to bits, But if you have an evening to fill, 
you might be more tempted to call a friend that that's maybe a little bit less funny, but that you know is going to be there. It's the same with yourself. And you also have to be willing to take full responsibility. A friend of mine the other day asked me, oh, you can really make a living as a coach? And I, I thought it was funny because it's not a question I ask myself. I don't leave it up to chance. So clear intentions and full responsibility. When I had a coffee truck in London, the intention was clear. The intention was to save money for my partner and I to move back to Canada and open up a coffee business here. That's not how it worked out in the end, but the intention was clear and I didn't leave it up to chance. Made sure it worked. And when I was a freelance designer in illustration, the intention was to use my creativity to be able to work from anywhere in the world and make good money doing so. People used to ask me, aren't you worried about knowing whether or not you'll have money next month? No, I'm not. There's no use in that, in worrying. I trust in my capacity to do what I need to do to get the contracts I need to survive and thrive. I have met people who tell me, oh, I'm going to give the freelance life a try and see if I can make it work. Do you hear the lack of empowerment in that? If you told me, oh, I'm going to see if I like it. Okay, I'd be, that's fair. But I'm going to see if I can make it work. Removes all the power from your hands. It's like saying, I'm going to let the world decide if I'm good enough. First, you are good enough as a human being. Final stop. Now, what it is that you're wanting to do? If you want to do freelance work, for example, I'm going to ask you, what are the skills that you have? Who can you help? How can you help them? And what is the value of that help? Or how much do you want to be paid for this? It's as simple as that sometimes, and we have to remove the emotions from it. If you don't have skills, go get them. If you don't have clients, go get them. If your clients don't have budget, get different clients. Don't sit around thinking, I don't know, I'm not sure if it will work out. Take responsibility again, that's my favorite sentence today. And be honest with yourself with clear intentions. I've met people who tell me they have a business, but they're not selling anything. Uh, what? Isn't it the purpose of a business to make a profit? Just like someone who is about to go through hiking the PCT, and I ask them, have you trained? And they say, no. Why? Just joking. Some people uh, go ahead and do a successful hike without ever training. But you have to know yourself and not go ahead blindly. If you start, if you uh, quit your job, sell your house and start a through hike without training and end up quitting after two weeks, that's sad, but it's also on you because you didn't take full responsibility for what you wanted to do. And if I go back to uh, my friend who asked me if I could really make a living as a life coach, I'm like, 
uh, yeah, I don't leave it up to chance. I am building a successful business that I love to help people be connected to their truth and go for what they want. I intend to help as many people as I can and make a good living doing so because I want to be able to travel the world and have a team I can pay well and the peace of mind to enjoy life in a capitalistic society without having to worry about money half the time. Be clear in your intentions, not wishy-washy. Sometimes I ask my clients about the kind of life they would love to lead and they tell me about all the wonderful projects they have in mind, the things they'd love to achieve and not just for themselves like going to the restaurant but also for others like supporting their families and making a difference, shopping for local vegetables, uh, supporting a decent political party, wearing sustainable clothing. But then when we get to the subject of money, they go, oh, well, I don't really care about money. Do you know how much the life you want to lead costs? You have to know that and be honest in your thinking about every aspect as much as you can with the information that you have. And I hear also some of my clients tell me, but, but, but I don't know what I want. And I'm here to ask, and that's some tough love. What have you done to figure it out? Have you just sat there thinking? Or have you tried a bunch of stuff to figure out what you like or not? And I say this with so much love. Taking responsibility is not about beating yourself up. Beating yourself up serves no one. I'm not telling you to get off your ass and get shit done. I'm telling you, honey, clarity comes from engagement, not from thinking. So get up, make mistakes, laugh or cry about it, move on. I also have many clients who tell me, I know what I want to do, that's not an issue. If it's for someone else, I have no problem getting it done. But if it's for me, it never happens. I get it, I was there too. It's so easy to put everyone else before ourselves. That's why we gotta build trust with ourselves. Here's some tangible tricks to rebuild that trust with yourself. Number one, decide what really, really, really matters to you. What's a priority? Not everything can be a priority at the same time. Number two, choose one thing to focus on at a time. And number three, set clear intentions. Why do you want to do this? Is it for fun? Is it for money? Is it for fun and money? What's the reason? Number four, set smart parameters. What are the numbers that you want to achieve? Smart goals are S for specific, M for measurable, A for attainable, R for realistic, and T for time bound. For example, when I wanted to try and see if I liked making YouTube videos, I decided I was going to do a series of 10 videos in a specific amount of time. One video every week for 10 weeks. One year of podcasts. I started this one episode every week. Sometimes I'm going to go on vacation, but I am committed to do it for at least one year. There was the example of the book earlier, and there's also the example of hiking as much as I can between April and September, see how far I can get on the PCT. 
Number five, step number five, simplify the hell out of it. If it takes you 10 hours per podcast episode, you're not going to do it. You have to think about how to make it sustainable. I know you perfectionists out there, gotta do B minus work. Lower your expectations so that you can get it done. And number six, plan to achieve results, but don't obsess over them every minute of every day or it will kill your vibe. So I hope this helps. And if you need help, because that's really important, if you think you can achieve all of your goals on your own, you're not setting up yourself up for success. You've got to have a strong network of support. So contact me if what I'm saying speaks to you and you want closer support. I'd be happy to help you. It's my job. All right. Um, last thing. Please, 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 please don't label yourself as someone who has a hard time finishing what they start. It's not an identity you want to have. It's not a character trait. Decide right now if that's something you struggle with that from now on you are someone who is rebuilding their trust with themselves. I don't want to hear anything like, oh, I've always been like this. I'm just a lazy person. No, you won't get away with this with me. I'm not going to give you empathy and enable your low standards. You've got to shift your identity, right? Decide, I want to be a doer. You can shift that. It's not set in stone. I want to be a doer. I'm not someone who scrolls around wasting time. I'm someone who gets shit done with love and humor and determination. And don't beat yourself up about you from the past. Take responsibility for now, for your future, and love yourself no matter what. No matter if you fall back into your old patterns sometimes. That's fine. Love yourself and start again. Decide who you want to be. You are in power. And make sure it shows in the way that you speak. So don't say things like, oh, I guess it was not meant to be for me. This is what I decide and I'm going to do what it takes to make it work. If you want concrete help making things happen in your life and blowing your own mind, I'm going to open Brave and Bold in October and you can contact me to be on the waiting list and I'll keep you updated. All right, in the meantime, don't forget that there is a bunch of stuff on my Instagram and on the interwebs. You can get my thru-hiking trail prints, my pre-trail and post-trail workbooks if you want to do some introspection around an adventure project, a backpacking trip that you have coming up or that you went on. And yeah, that's it for today. And I hope this was useful. Please share if you got some good insights. Um, that would be really appreciated and leave a review if you benefit from my podcast so that more people can hear about it. Enough talking for now. Let's go do some stuff. Bye! Hey!
You just listened to the Self-Growth Nerds podcast. Make sure to subscribe and to find me on Instagram at Self-Growth Nerds. If you want individual help developing the confidence to create a more meaningful and exciting life, visit selfgrowthnerds.com today to learn how. Finally, I want to thank my friend Etienne Galano for editing this, and I want to thank you, kind-hearted souls, for growing into your truest, most courageous selves every day and making this world a better, more beautiful place. My name is Marie, and I will talk to you next week.